0: Hello and welcome to Even Putting Games. <laughs> Fuck love. <laughs> this month, we're discussing Circe by Madeline Miller. And because we're going to actually put this up on a podcast one of these days, I'm going to start introducing people. And so
1: let's start with Alana. Hello. I'm Alana. I don't know how to introduce myself. Oh, no. <laughs>
2: You're off to a good start.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry,
0: I shouldn't have thrown it to you first. <laughs> no, no. I'm trying to think of how to
1: introduce myself. You're uh, an artist. I'm an and... artist at uh, phone Games. <laughs> I don't do the writing; I do the art.
2: <laughs> you but make really she does cool a lot dice. of
1: reading. I do do reading. Yes, that is a thing I do. I also am a dice maker, and I make lots of dice. So I'm, my dice company is called Spectral Craft. And you can find me on Instagram at spectralcraft.c. Or no, sorry, SpectralCraft Dice.
0: Spectral Craft Dice. <laughs> yes, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> she made us special Babies and Broadswords Dice. That is also yeah. our company. We made a TTR- TTRPG called Babies and Broadswords. Fun for everyone. Some young children, adults who want to make poop jokes. Everybody in between.
3: Who wants to make poop jokes?
0: Yep next we've got a first time guest friend of the company one of our pals here kayla all the way from potions and potpourri the best gal pal podcast around
4: wow what an intro (laughs) yeah i mean that says it all i'm one half of the gal pals from potions and potpourri which is a casual chat D slash ttrpg podcast we have played babies and broadswords on our show and it was a big hit amazing i think i'm the only one here not affiliated with even footing games <laughs>
0: not for lack of us trying
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: we would like to it steal all, our all of our story friends story. to come be a part <laughs> of our team <laughs> Go <for> it, Rick! <laughs>
2: friend turned into a person <laughs> turned into an even
0: games person thank you
2: a I
3: real boy <laughs>
2: Yeah, so I'm Rick. I'm the Game Master for Hammer of the Gods, where you see a couple of these fine people. Actually, almost everyone has been on there at some point. We are a D&D-ish podcast based loosely around Greek mythology, so this is, you know, right up our alley. That's me.
0: <laughs> and Jason.
3: Hi, everyone. I'm Jason I'm with Evenfooting Games as well. Uh, I'm the creative director and I do a lot of the writing. And uh unlike some people, I actually managed to read the entire book for this month. So <laughs> I can't wait to talk about it.
2: To be fair, Erin. The
3: whole the, the whole of it. The, the the whole parts that I read, the, the beginning, middle, and the end of it. Yeah.
4: Aaron read oh, it in like one day, so Yeah.
2: But she only you read know, it one time, so she's slack. it's a quick Yeah,
4: research. but if you want to flex, <laughs> I, I mean, mean you can't
0: in really my flex. Life, in my life I've read it twice. <laughs> If this wasn't
2: like
3: peace, you don't need to note yeah, up exactly. every five pages. No. Yeah, like you would...
0: so I'm Erin. I'm you know the everything else director at Even Footing
2: Games. That's All right disaster book club reviews.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm ready. That's, that's the energy that I bring.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> and if they came for us to introduce ourselves, then now is the time to start listening. All right. So we read Circe by Madeline Miller. And, or at least some of us did.
4: <laughs> God. I Are you going to keep call calling us out, in. or
3: what? I mean, you'll call yourself out plenty when we get to talking about the end of the book. And you're yeah. Should I leave? The camera, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I'll
4: just stay for the beginning of the book talk, and then I'll leave, and you guys can finish. There's, okay. there's this
2: thing that I learned in college called spark notes, so I'm good. <laughs> okay. Did you just wiki it? Yeah, that's how it works. <laughs>
0: So, first off, I kind of want to know how familiar with Cersei as a mythical, ooh, very fancy, yeah. shiny covers. Shiny cover. I had it on audiobooks, so I don't have a physical copy.
2: Well. Okay, guys, can I just,
0: I'm going to be off? that
3: guy. I just hot take right off the bat. I don't think listening to a book is the same as reading a book.
0: Oh, Jason. Okay. I'm going to come right really out and going say it. I'm going,
2: I'm going to be that guy right off the they- bat. I think that they're both valid, but I get a different experience from listening yeah. versus reading.
0: I'm going to be honest with you. I retain a lot more from listening to books.
2: Yes, yeah, I'm just. Gonna I'm
0: an worried. audio learner, and audiobooks are a valid form of reading, okay. and Jason can suck it.
3: Agree uh, to disagree about <laughs> me sucking anything? Thank you. I
0: yeah. mean, I, there are lots of books in the world that I have read. Do I enjoy being able to do my dishes while I'm listening yes. to books? Yes, I will I give do. you that.
2: Yeah, that's valid. Uh, well,
0: anyway. I, I
3: listen to a lot of books on tapes when I like, you know, when I used to, you know, drive delivery, pizza delivery in, in grad school and stuff like that, but I think, you know, I always get more out of reading the book than I do of listening. That's just I me. will say anyway.
0: I get I guess right, that's yeah. just you. Yeah.
2: That's I just, just me apparently. So I read part of it and then I listen to the audiobook for part of it cuz, you know, it goes faster that way.
4: Yeah, no shade on audiobooks, but I pretty much exclusively read she gets it <laughs> i'm not agreeing with you i'm just saying that's I think how you,
3: I, 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 I you you may not out loud so Jason, you i don't me, know but... if you
0: know this but gotcha. uh for the people saying. who are hip to the tiktok book talk thing this is a very hotly uh debated thing where everyone has decided that people who don't think audiobooks are reading has been branded an asshole so <laughs>
3: Well, then I guess I'm playing to trope because I think I've already been (laughs) branded that way by most people. So I I guess I'm just fitting into that mold quite nicely.
0: Okay. This time I did not have a physical copy. I'm real sorry, Jason, because I bought the book back in 2018 when it came out and that's Mm. how I listened to it. And I listened to it again. So.
2: I will say, Erin, you're missing out by not having the physical book because it does have questions and topics for discussion in the back.
4: Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, that's yeah. handy. I had the...
2: It's shiny. <laughs> I have the
4: library version, so I had
3: the digital
1: copy. The reading oh.
4: one. I'm gonna I'm gonna be
1: real wild and I'm gonna
0: just come up with my own discussion questions and you guys can read the ones out of the book if you'd like. Yeah, um, can, we,
3: can we compare how good your questions <laughs> are compared to how good the book club
2: questions are?
0: Wow, this is, this this is a wild done. ride. This is very yeah. spicy.
2: It's all pass um, fail, too. There's, there's no letter grades, just pass fail. All right. Hey.
0: Okay. <laughs> Let's do this. Okay. <laughs> I want to know how familiar everyone was with Cersei as a mythological figure before reading this book.
1: I was very familiar.
0: You were very um, familiar.
3: Yeah, I remember. I remember Cersei from from having, you know having to read the Odyssey and in school, and she mm-hmm. turned those she turned Odysseus's guys into pigs, and that's yep. about
2: all that was re- written. About that was all her, that was, yeah,
3: right. <laughs> I mean, I can't think of I well. Know, I mean,
2: yeah. turn them into pigs, and then Odysseus lived there for a year with yeah. them, yeah. and once she turned them all back. Which still happened in the book. Yeah, you know? right.
3: but I mean, Odysseus lived with every woman he came across for a couple of years. He was kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, he, I don't, I don't a, think he was in the big a hurry to get home as he said he there's was. There's
2: a reason it took him ten years to get back.
3: Yeah, he was busy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> busy getting if, busy. I get it. If,
3: if you look at the space of, of distance that he had to travel, it's it's a few thousand miles, really at most. I mean, Jeez. shouldn't take you ten years to get yeah. He did get, say he was almost degrees.
4: home and then they opened the bag of wind and pushed him right back. So yeah, it's not like he so. didn't try. Yeah.
3: How convenient. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Kayla, what about you? How familiar? None? None.
4: Yeah. Same. I had very, very little knowledge of her as a mythological character.
0: Same. So I read the Iliad, but never the Odyssey. Had no idea, didn't know who this was. Mm-hmm. Read it because At the time, it came up on my radar as a, you know, new Greek mythology telling. And so that was the first time that I had heard of her.
2: Yeah. And see, that was your mistake, because the Iliad is objectively the worst book, other than the fact that, you know, there's like the gay (laughs) subtext, but it's very, very subtextual.
0: I was really just doing this to be like a 16 year old who's like, yeah, when I read read the Iliad. Iliad."
3: Yeah. (laughs) So beyond the Iliad.
0: It was not for an assignment. And it sucked. So
3: it's it's not exciting in yeah. the slightest. I mean the Odyssey is a much more it's kind even of even like, the Odyssey oh, even the Odyssey's not all that exciting. Well it's but, kind of like
2: Tolkien where like there's a lot of just yeah detail
3: it, that you don't really need like Elite it, cool. is basically the Silmarillion. I mean that's
2: yeah also
3: compared a book that to, I never compared to the Odyssey's reading. Lord of the Rings series Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't bother that. Don't bother. It's a history book about shit that never existed. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay, so just Rick, like you, yeah. we know that you were familiar with all of the Greek mythology of all time. You are no. you run a podcast based on Greek <laughs> mythology. You know all. You're the expert. So let's hear it.
2: Mm, yeah. What am I? What am I saying? As the expert, because
0: no, how how
2: oh, familiar? Where? Oh, okay. Because you just said that I know all the things, so I thought that was my answer.
0: Oh, <laughs> all of it. You know all of it. Okay.
2: Yeah, Instantly. No, I was familiar. But there were definitely parts of this, you know, we talked before we got on stream, parts of it that I didn't realize were from stories that actually came after the Odyssey that I didn't know existed until today. So I learned stuff.
3: Yeah, I guess that was the question I had, too. I didn't I didn't like go through the the, the glossary or anything. Well, maybe I should have. But yeah, how much of this of these major story beats were actually taken from actual Greek myths and how much were just. Connected thing I mean, to
2: this, definitely so, not the Daedalus thing, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, that, that I figured was, yeah. So,
0: this I did look up quickly. Yes, she's the daughter of Helios,
2: mm-hmm.
0: yes, she has a brother and sister who are major mythological guys Aedes and Pasiphae, who is the mother of the Minotaur and then the father of Medea. Mm-hmm. She's sent to aia to live oh, because exiled? of witchcraft, she's
2: exiled. Yeah. it's
0: exiled and other than that the also, relationship her with her o- what
2: her son oh. is part well, of it yeah,
0: yeah she yeah. lives on Iaya. uh she has wolves and lions she turns men to pigs she has a relationship with Odysseus other stories talk about her child that she had up to three children that she had depending on the story with Odysseus but other than that in a Few dealings with Telemachus and stuff, De- no, Penelope, Penelope? Okay. who is Telemachus's mother. Other than that, not much. Not, like going to, going to Pacifier's birth of the Minotaur, that's all made up the relationship with Daedalus.
2: It's a fake myth.
0: What? Fake, it's a fake myth. Whatever. You know what I mean.
1: <laughs> it's not a real myth. It's a myth. Fake myth. A Layer on top of a layer. <laughs>
0: yeah. Guys, I'm going to say this the whole time. Not real versus real. And that's, <laughs> you've got to know what I mean. It's all myth. But whether or not it's based in mythology, real mythology. What is this, What is this that we're saying? Words are hard. Historical? <laughs> Historical mythology, <Yeah>. maybe? <laughs> Our insightfulness is
2: out the window already.
0: <laughs> so that's about the extent that she's a witch, okay. she practices magic. She's, on Ayaya.
2: Well, and then has son with Odysseus. And- mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But the son is actually not in the Odyssey at all.
2: Right. That's right. That's, yeah, that is a later story.
0: Later story. Yeah. As lo- as much at and as well as having dealings with Odysseus's wife and son. Those are later stories, and some stories say that she had up to three children
2: with Odysseus. I which I did think it was it. interesting to probably skip ahead a little bit, but the uh, the thing with the manta ray spear, that was oh, part of yeah. the myth as well. Like it wasn't, it wasn't exactly the way it was in the book, because you know in the book it goes a little bit more in depth. But this it was still a manta ray spear, still killed Odysseus with it. So.
0: Right. So yeah, that's true. That that is how Odysseus dies. However, I don't know that it's in the Odyssey.
2: No, again, okay. it was one of the later stories. It wasn't okay. the Odyssey. But I mean, that's, that's the whole thing with this is, you know, it ties in other myths besides just the Odyssey. Yeah be a really oh. short book
1: i enjoyed it i enjoyed the themes i kind of forgot a lot because there's a little bit of time <laughs> between now and when i finished reading it but but that might speak to it a little bit but
2: <laughs> the benefits of not reading it all at once <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or at all
1: but yeah for the majority of the story i really enjoyed it i kind of liked how it ended too i don't know if we want to give any spoilers but yeah, I like the whole theme of morality versus immortality and, like, choosing one or the other kind of thing. Yeah. It's kind of cool.
0: Let's also say spoilers and also trigger warnings. The book does deal with sexual assault to some extent. Anybody else can think of another triggering thing?
1: A graphic birth? I don't know. I mean,
0: yeah, yeah. I, guess that's, I guess it's true. I mean, traumatic Birth and bestiality, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah,
2: stuff that you would expect from, from yeah. Greek mythology,
3: yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: But other than that, so brief me- uh, mentions of that in this book, nothing too graphic. This is yeah. all, you know, categorically not good behaviors.
2: Even even the things that the gods do. I mean, it's mostly Cersei who's calling them out to herself. But she definitely takes some time whenever she's having her introspective moments and is like, wow, these guys are really shitty.
3: Yeah, I guess I'm kind of bored. Lana was like, I I read it really early in the month and it didn't, it's a quick read. Like, I, I think I finished it in a day or two. If you have nothing going on for a weekend, you can finish it in a day or two. But if you're, if you have a busy social life, whatever your excuse is, it might take a while. But, um, yeah, it was fine. I enjoyed it.
0: Rick and Kayla, I assume that you're planning to finish it
4: up, but did not get oh, yeah. quite through it. How How was your experience?
2: Good, Kayla.
4: I really liked it right from the beginning. I think the writing is really engaging. It's like kind of flowery, but in a really like concise way, I guess. It does a really good job of like describing things emotionally. So I've been really into it, and I do think it's an easy read. I just haven't been able to take the time to actually sit down and read it as fast as it lends to something else that I've really liked so far at least being halfway through is just kind of the undercurrent of like feminism like the kind of feminist tone under there I use StoryGraph right now for reading so I've been like kind of making notes we should
0: be friends
4: yeah we should share notes <laughs> uh I scrap religiously cool <laughs> been yeah you like,
2: even have to split. read the book
4: Yeah, (laughs) that's true. Just read Aaron's notes. (laughs) So I saved, like, a few quotes for, like, when we talk about specific things, but specifically, like, the feminism, like, undertone that I was saying. One thing I really liked that I read recently was a quote that said, none of it made a difference. I was alone and a woman, and that was all that mattered. And that just, like, hit really hard, honestly. So there's been, like, a few of those just kind of, like, small jabs as I've been reading... Um, like, jabs to, like, mythology and also just, like, the human experience that I've really
2: enjoyed so far. And that one, I believe, was fairly early in the book? Yeah. That was
4: actually chapter 15, so about halfway through.
2: Okay. There must have been something similar, because I do remember Mm -hmm. there were some other comments. There are. Yeah, there's some (laughs)
4: similar ones for sure.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so I'm enjoying
4: it, and I do want to finish reading it, and I've actually was able to read quite a bit today, because it is pretty fast-paced all in all. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's the thing. When I have time and the focus, I get through quite a bit of it. It's just, you know, combining Those things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Weird how ADHD sometimes doesn't work out in your favor. <laughs> but I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. And I, I think Caleb you made some really great points. You know, but initially, when I was reading it, I was a little concerned because like the the first relationship that she has was very thin, <laughs> But I think it was intentionally thin. Because that's that's a lot of people's relationship. It's like, wow, I love this person so much. Like, let me do whatever I have to do to be with them. You know, especially whenever it ends, that's that's tough. And she goes to some pretty extreme lengths.
0: So it's interesting to me that everybody kind of felt like it was a fast read, and that it didn't stick with them. I think I'm the only one. So I read it back when it came out. And then I read it again for this. And I... It really stuck with me more the second time. There was a lot that I picked up that really just... Like Kayla said, uh, there are those points that are just really poignant that maybe I did kind of breeze through on my first read. And so I felt like a lot of it stuck with me. And I... Because I was maybe more familiar with where the story was going to go that time, I got a lot, I feel like... From a second reading of it.
2: I will say I, I don't agree about not having stuff stick with me. Like I, I feel like I've you know, retained quite a bit. Partially because, you know, I was still reading it. But <laughs> <laughs> But there there is a lot, you know, like the other thing, taking like notes and things like that. But I I do think that there's a lot that stood out to me. So
0: She has a rocky relationship with her family. She has this interaction that is very brief, especially when she's kind of measuring things in thousands of years as a goddess. She has this interaction with Perseus very early on in the book, who is being punished in front of, like, everyone. Prometheus. 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 I'm so sorry, yes. Prometheus.
2: Yeah. It does. It does make a difference. They're very different.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm just, yeah. Don't worry. Brick you know, a... will, will correct us all night.
2: Mm. It's
4: fine. It'll be great. That's I appreciate fine. that.
2: Not for the insight. It's just to say, mm, actually.
3: <laughs>
4: actually. Even
3: better. Yeah.
4: It's Prometheus, not Prometheus. <laughs> 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 so she has this
0: uh, interaction where he's being brought in front of all the gods and titans to be punished for his basically being kind to mortals. And he kind of gives her this, like, not all gods have to be the way they are kind of thing. And that really changes her perspective on things and kind of acts as, I I would say it's kind of a catalyst for her then interactions between gods and mortals. Did anybody else feel that that was a pretty important moment for her.
2: Oh, yeah. I think oh, it yeah. took a while for it to really come into effect though. You know, it it's one of those things that it seems like she learned from it, but then as time went on she got more out of it.
3: It took a couple thousand years to figure out the lesson.
2: Yeah. At first it was yeah.
3: it was merely defying the will of the gods and the titans. That that's what yeah. the that's what she took out of it. She's like, Oh, I I I talked to Prometheus. I, I did something I shouldn't have done, you know. I think it definitely colored her her how she reacted to mortals because I think if anything even subconsciously it opened her eyes to how petty the gods were and how. Because yeah. that's really when she starts she starts writing more and more about how brainless and mincy the nymphs are and how the gods just kind of sat around and you know harumped and harumped all the time and then she she becomes a lot more outwardly antagonistic I guess maybe not towards them specifically but about them yeah.
0: And more, I, more, less going with the flow. Right. I will do what I would like to do and not necessarily just sit here quietly.
1: Yeah. Like society dictates. Kind yeah. yeah. Kayla, what
2: were you going to say?
4: That, I think it was very formative for her, that moment with Prometheus. Yeah. And I think it, at least from my perspective, it kind of like opened her eyes to being interested in mortals. Because the gods that whole time were like, who gives a shit about mortals, basically. And then she's like, well, Prometheus does, and he got in trouble for it. So there must be something there that I should also be interested in. But she references that moment a lot when
2: Mm -hmm. she's like being
4: introspective. And even when she is like interacting with mortals, she thinks about Prometheus in that setting.
2: Yeah, I I would argue that in some ways, I don't know if he was more important, but the interactions with Hermes kind of okay. advanced things I, I wouldn't say that it was yeah. a bigger deal but that's when things really started to shift more mm-hmm. i think yeah, i mean put more perspective on that interaction mean, of, of, of all the
3: gods who trucked with with mortals hermes was probably the one who did the most so it would yeah. make sense that he was kind of the next step down for her from godhood to uh-huh. to to mortals yeah
0: I do also think, though, without the interaction, would she have gotten involved with Glaucus, who is the, oh, I'm guessing, yeah. the the person that you're talking about, Rick, as being the first relationship that is yeah. not good? I totally agree. I think that, that that relationship very much shows her immaturity and how she continues yeah. to evolve. But I don't think without that interaction with Prometheus, do we get the... The relationship with Glaucos which honestly is another that and the the interactions that follow obviously end with her being exiled
3: right yeah I think the nature of the relationship changed after speaking with Prometheus because Gla- Glaucos was a handsome mortal fisherman that she came across she fell so madly head over heels in love with him that she i don't remember she did some juju that turned him into a god i don't remember what the magic was. She she
4: gets the
0: magic. Moly. Yeah. okay um,
3: that's right that's right the transformer of flowers yes yes, yes, yes. but uh, it is farm-
0: after yeah. the meeting with prometheus that she meets him in the first place right, right? Yeah.
3: so i th- i think had she just been still stuck in that god mindset she might have just shagged him on the boat and let that be that you know uh, the, the physical dalliances with mortals was not something that was unknown but the fact that she took the time to talk to him and, and and get to know him and fall in love with him, I don't think that would have necessarily happened between also, her conversation with Prometheus and just how lonely she was. Just her yeah. yeah.
0: I don't actually know that on his behalf the relationship was ever romantic with Glaucus. <laughs> I think that's left up to interpretation.
2: It seems yeah. like I could see where maybe there was that possibility, but as soon as the, the balance of power shifted and the relationship changed. That's when we became both literally and figuratively a different person.
3: We well, you, you yeah. also have to wonder how much choice he actually had in the matter initially, you know, because right. she she was the a god. It, yeah, it was the it was it was, yeah. it was her divinity might have been, you know, hypnotizing him or whatever the case though the whole time. Yeah, mm-hmm.
4: yeah. He does say once he's turned god that he doesn't see her that way. That he really just sees her as a sister or yeah. it's just some like other woman, basically. Mm-hmm.
0: In, yeah, in when initially, though, he does say to her, like, oh, goddess, that sort of thing.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: However, like, he never, at least in the text of the book, doesn't. Say anything romantic toward her is, yeah. I guess, my yeah.
3: point. Does he mm-hmm. ever even call her by her name? I don't. I don't think I, he I don't just refers so. to her goddess think, the whole time. Yeah, not
4: so. until he's a god himself. Until he's a god, yeah. yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. So it, it's an act of worship, maybe, as far as he's concerned. Yeah. Well, that. he's yeah. like
4: terrified of her because That's of true. her father. Yeah. And then yeah. when he's a god, like you guys said, the power dynamic shift quite mm-hmm. a bit. And then he and just and sees her as nothing. So
3: because he looks also... more like a god than she does by that point, like the, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And
4: he's
2: closer to gods, right? One of the things that often comes up in those, like, early formative relationships for people is, you know, she was doing things that benefited him, and that was what he was coming back for. That, yeah. I think at first it was, like, fear and that sort of curiosity, but...
0: She was helping him fill his nets and, right, you know, right. helping him with uh, God blessings, basically. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: I think there's even a point where he came back, back angry because... Mm-hmm. Their family wasn't getting food, and he was beaten by his dad or something. Yeah. And then and that was
2: whenever she went and got those blessings for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah,
2: okay. yeah, because he was like, "I'm done. I'm I'm never coming back here." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does exactly. speak to those early, not so great relationships that a lot of people have. So yeah.
0: So and at that point, after she uses a flower called moly. And she changes him into a god. He then becomes engaged to a nymph named Scylla. Yeah, yes. Scylla. Yeah. And Scylla, then she changes her by putting some moly in her bathwater, trying to show her inner the, ugliness. Wasn't
2: it the, the spring? The, yeah, the spring. Like her spring?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean...
2: Like, in water. yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> really because they, they make mention later of you know how it didn't affect like the fish or anything else mm-hmm. in the water only her and yes. again yes. you know kind of skipping ahead because that's just how i do but you know we talked about how like maybe it had to do more with her power than the actual plant itself you know yeah with, that's that was to okay. it
0: Yeah. well absolutely and throughout she doesn't always have access to it but is able to change people according to their heart sort of thing even Mm -hmm. without it so I agree with you that it is not always but in these early stages Mm -hmm. the only thing she she doesn't know witchcraft she just knows this flower Mm -hmm. so she turns Scylla basically into a sea monster everybody's fine with that in the gods they're like cool that's that's a thing that happens
4: well but they even monster suggests, to kill people they even suggest or Hermes tells her that Scylla seems to actually be happier in this form because she's mm-hmm. like getting all this attention and just like able to gorge herself on travelers and stuff yeah.
2: well and there's, there's a point where uh, it's talked about like who could kill Scylla if they needed to because you know she is this horrible monster who was killing people. And it's just nobody, but maybe Zeus, or mm-hmm. I think they said Helios might be able to.
0: But yeah. and and why would they is kind of the thing. Mm-hmm. Is like yeah. this. Is... They even
2: said something along the lines of like monsters are boons to gods.
0: Basically. Right, because yeah. they because people pray, it <laughs> brings the prayers to the gods, and so there would be no point of saving the humans. It's it's all good. Cersei doesn't like this, so she confesses and says, "Hey, I used witchcraft." do this and that's when it's a problem basically is when her powers rival that the fact that she could turn somebody into a god and turn a god into a monster that is the only the issue
1: also the fear of something new and never done before basically like this has never happened
0: right and also basically because of that they tell her mother that she can't have any more children with Helios because Mm -hmm. all of their children are sorcerers or witches because of this power that they have.
2: And I did think that was interesting, you know, that even whenever they knew everyone else could do it, she was the only one punished.
0: Yeah. I think Aedes makes a big deal of that. The only reason she got punished was because of her confession, because she was stepping out of line and basically Mm. saying, oh yeah, it's me, because everybody else knew that he could do it too, Mm -hmm. but he was doing it by mistake.
2: To be fair, I mean, Helios could have avoided that because he was very obviously to anyone who's, you know, an outside observer trying to say, like, shut the fuck up, because you're you're saying some stuff that's going to get us in trouble. And she just kept not getting the hint multiple times, and yeah that was frustrating as the reader and like (laughs) just just stop he's telling you to stop yeah yeah he's trying to just
1: tell you to stop
2: (laughs) but if he had just been a good dad instead of
4: well he does i would argue that he does protect her in the sense of like making that deal with zeus because as much as he
2: can yeah outright killed
4: all four of them you know mm -hmm. because he saw them as a threat with all their power and it was an unknown and he's like well let's exile her and then he puts her on this like kind of nice
2: island honestly it could have been yeah barren. he definitely sets her up so she's not just like there living in the dirt
0: well and they also said that that was very much a message to the gods that even our prisoners are treated like mm-hmm. human queens we want you to know that even the worst of us is way better than you guys
2: yeah because <laughs> right, screw those guys
4: <laughs> is Scylla, is she an actual mythological yeah.
2: creature? Yeah. 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 Uh, so Scylla yeah. and Charybdis, they don't, I don't think, talk about Charybdis in the book. They do.
3: Well, that, yeah. I mean, they mentioned the, the world, the yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah the,
2: the
4: whirlpool,
3: yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They they were like a big part of uh, the Odyssey because mm. it's one of the obstacles they have to overcome on their journey back. Thirsty
0: oh. actually tells Odysseus how to get to the underworld. Mm. What he, like, gives yeah. him the stuff he needs she tells him and warns him about Scylla and how to get around her and that kind of stuff so that is in the in the Odyssey yeah sorry I'm looking at my notes but so at that point she goes hangs out on a beautiful island with a house that has a Mm -hmm. replenishing (laughs) pantry pantry
3: (laughs) yeah I wish (laughs) She I can mean, talk it, to animals, and so she's got <laughs> panthers and shit following her around all the time. Yeah, and, wolves, yeah,
0: yeah. And and, wolves and lions and,
2: and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, really, the first Disney princess is what I'm hearing. Yeah, that's kinda, what
0: I was say. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and like, she's lonely, but she also kind of loves it and gets mm-hmm. to spend time learning witchcraft, not secretly, not just with this one plant, but starting to like learn. The craft of it and is, you know, alone. And then also, we get some visitors to the island early on. Hermes is there a lot.
3: Some sexy visitors, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so she has relations with Hermes. And he basically, neither of them are attached to each other.
3: No.
1: Not in the (laughs)
0: slightest. It is more of a Relationship
3: of.
2: They're friends um, with benefits.
0: Well, benefits? And not
2: even friends. Not even <laughs> until, friends.
3: acquaintances <yeah>, <laughs> with benefits. <Yeah.
2: laughs>
3: He's the only he, one on the island and, yeah, and she's something new news. and interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's really what it is. They're yeah,
2: acquaintance cousins with benefits. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's Greek mythology, so they're all related. Right. Yeah. Yes, that's Yikes. true. That's true. <laughs> yeah.
0: So he gives her news of what's going on in the world, which is the only way she would know until the time that basically a boat shows up and says, Hey, come with us. Your exile is lifted for a little bit. So you can come help your dear sister (laughs) who she never had a relationship with. And they were actually very antagonistic towards each other. Wants you to come and attend the birth of her child
2: i do love that like there's that very brief moment of like oh you know i guess she's like being nice and then she immediately is like no my sister's a bitch why is she doing (laughs) this? (laughs) this is a trap yeah yeah
4: well that's kind of cersei's whole thing though it's like she's really intuitive like in the nature of gods and humans and she like learns to see right through people and can, like, yeah. see their intentions and know exactly what they want, but then is still really gullible and goes along with it anyways, even though she knows that something's probably going to happen. And that's, like, a really yeah. good example of it. You know, she knows yeah. her yeah. sister is probably tricking her, and, like, why would she want me to come? But she's just so desperate for that connection that she goes anyways.
2: Well, and also it's a chance to get off the island. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And I don't think she realized, had she been off the island by that point, I don't think she realized no. she could get off the island. Yeah, yeah. So, well, because she couldn't. She couldn't, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, she yeah, does. I think not, she's after, constantly
3: wishing she was wrong about people. Yeah.
0: After yeah. that, she doesn't leave the island until her father stops her exile. Mm-hmm. Uh, she does do the whole walk to the bottom of the sea, but I don't think that that counts as leaving the island. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise,
2: with the rules, yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> the rules of the sea.
0: <laughs> I guess it's, if you're, it's a if, dome,
3: not a bubble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. international water. <laughs> international water.
0: <laughs> if you're walking on ground, you're not in the sea.
2: <laughs> it's maritime law. Yeah.
0: yeah, I guess so.
2: I think it's interesting that they kind of skip over all of the details of how her sister has the Minotaur because that's
4: she. Really... They oh. tell you
3: she they tells you. the story. Exactly. Oh yeah,
2: she, she purposely
4: okay. engages in coitus with the white bull of her father. Yes, she um, to make um, her husband mad essentially who we also, find
3: out i don't know if if Perse- or whoever knows this but we find out that all of her father's white bulls are actually also his their father's children because he turns into a bull and impregnates the the cows yes. and then they have more bulls i
0: was gonna say so, yeah yeah
3: they,
0: they know that from their children that they so talk about s- that the dad is always having sex with the white bulls yeah i'm yeah, sorry white cows
3: she has an incestuous, bestial, bestiality relations with On her purpose. bovine
2: stepbrother. Yeah, but
0: she does yeah. that because she, her husband she marries
2: Minos. 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 Um, well, I mean, Minos becomes a judge of the underworld after he dies because they even I remember they point that out because she's kind of complaining whenever she's told who she's marrying about the fact that it's a mortal, and they're like, "No, it'll be fine. He'll you know be important after he's dead."
0: yeah she is pissed to be married off to a mortal and this is kind of her revenge Mm -hmm. she's a total jerk to him the whole time they're married
4: oh my god she curses him for (laughs) cheating on her i guess i shouldn't go into too many details but essentially killing women with scorpions and spiders inside of them when he has sex with them yeah he, I, yep. every time that. and then like hundreds of women he's just, like mm-hmm. keeps doing it i'm like yeah. bro <laughs> and
0: he uh, yeah at some point he's like you didn't wonder if you were the reason that they yeah. were dying
2: oh he he totally absolutely <laughs> you know, knew he was the reason he but he's knew. he did he's the king it, mm-hmm. if you're king you get to be ted bundy that's fine you'd be king yeah <laughs> he's got people to clean that up yeah yeah yeah
0: so, yeah, she has a a baby that they know is going to be a difficult baby. She's having trouble. She's been in labor for, like, ever. They end up having a cesarean section, which is great because Cersei now kind of has some plant knowledge and it has been working on her witchcraft and so is able to successfully deliver this baby that ends up being a Minotaur. And... I also want to mention that she did have to go by Scylla's straight when yeah, she went she,
4: there. Oh, and yeah. She tries and to she change Scylla back and that doesn't
2: work. Well, and she disguised herself as her brother. Yes. yeah, sneak by.
1: But also it was her sister who purposely made them go that route in the first yeah. place. Yeah. And both ways. Mm-hmm. Because she knew how much it, hurt. it was, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah,
0: Basically funny to... Because Scylla eats... A half a dozen to a dozen ki- guys, every time they go through there, mm-hmm.
3: and yeah. I mean, still is pretty much a-, a Lovecraftian monster. It's 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 all tentacles and oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah, it's good stuff, yeah. yeah.
2: That's yeah, Hanging that's from the I, like.
3: she oh, like hangs on to stalactites inside mm-hmm. of her cave so she can it's
4: badass,
3: yeah, so she like droop her body and grab sailors off their boats, yeah, yeah. it's pretty cool
0: <laughs> <laughs> and chomp them. But, you know, um, sometimes
2: Crib just gets some because, you know, they're just dumb and they go right into the world. Cause, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's where the phrase a
2: rock and a hard place comes from, though.
0: The person who did come to get her was Daedalus, the craftsman.
3: The, fir- yes. the first great love. Nope.
0: Daedalus. Yeah, and he ends up making a, a maze for the Minotaur, but also <laughs> Cersei is able to basically curse the Minotaur to only have hunger for... Because he bites off her finger while he's being born.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, the whole entire thing.
3: He literally, yeah, he bit the hand that was, was birthing him Yeah.
0: <laughs> so it's like
3: he only gets hungry like once a week, once a once month a, or something like once that. Once a yeah. year. Once a, a year, year. For a season.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that they can entrap him in this maze. And, and not and,
3: run out of people. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. It's It's an interesting thing. Basically, her sister is super stoked that she has the Minotaur because she gets to be the mom of the Minotaur oh, hell and yeah. achieve all of this...
2: Monsters
3: gives you a lot of clout. Yeah, the <laughs> yes, of so yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, legendary status. Street cred, like, man,
3: yeah. I
0: birth monsters, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It, it's a wild situation. But yeah, she she kind of says you know who else was going to come to help no nobody in our family cares about me and even though we hate each other you probably hate me the least or something
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's actually a pretty big breakthrough moment for them because cersei like finally sees herself like through her sister's eyes and is able to just like understand like how she's been viewed by the family all this time and it kind of gives her some power because they're able to actually like kind of put it all out and like talk about things a little bit more
0: it is revealed that, in fact, that the other brother that, you know, nobody remembers, only only hung out with Pacifiye because she was sleeping with him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now that she's married off, he doesn't care about her. Aedes doesn't care about her. Her father doesn't care about her. And But but at least, even though she was a total jerk to send for her, make her go through Scylla Strait, even with that... Cersei did come to help.
2: Really, for those of us who don't have the best of sibling relationships, it's a little bit relatable being like, you know what? <laughs> we don't like each other, but you hate me at least. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's not a reconciliation, but it's an understanding. Yeah. 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 yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Good
2: for the people who can't relate to that. <laughs> it's
3: more than she gets with any of her other siblings. So,
2: yeah. Yeah. Which, honestly, to kind of jump backwards a little bit, the relationship with Aedes is kind of heartbreaking because oh, they're yeah. so mm-hmm. close. She raises him, mm-hmm. and then she thinks they're so as close. As that he... That's the yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Well,
4: really, he, t- he teaches really... her like who she is. You know, he's the one yeah, that tells her but... that she's a witch.
2: Well, and the the thing is, like, it it seems that maybe this is just my interpretation of it. It seems like they were really close. Until he gets old enough that he's just like, nah, no, screw this. I'm gonna... He grew
3: into his he own power. Powerful.
2: yeah powerful. Yeah. 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 Which, again, yeah. you know... He's just like
0: the Glaucos like
1: character. Mm-hmm.
3: See, I, yeah, I, felt, I felt it was more he was using her into, because she was the stronger. Once yeah. And he was right. like, she'll protect me until I can protect myself, and then I'm out of here. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. That's yeah.
1: what it, I kind of got from that. It, it,
2: yeah. It makes it even more heartbreaking, because they kind of happen around the same time, so...
1: Because I remember they, like, mentioned that he was unnaturally intelligent as a child, like, as, like, very small child. He was already able to understand everything. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I guess foresight and knowledge was his main thing. So he used her is what it felt like for the longest time to get where he wanted to be and then ditched her. Yeah, Yeah.
0: Absolutely. At that point, she has a relationship with Daedalus. He gives her a a nice loom for her to take home. Mm -hmm. Introduces her to his son, Icarus. He's a nice little kid. She likes him <laughs> a lot. And then she has to go home to ayaya Later yeah. on, just through Hermes, finds out what happens to Icarus. Right. But mm-hmm. otherwise, it was just like a... They, she had a lot of deep appreciation. It was and an admiration.
3: Of, it was a shared admiration. Yeah, uh, Of Daedalus.
0: Yeah. And mm-hmm. it was just... She was also lonely, and he was also, also lonely,
3: lonely. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I think it was maybe the first time where we see her have genuine nice feelings towards somebody that isn't a jerk to her back mm-hmm.
3: so it's a growth
0: well
3: I because... think I think Daedalus was the first person who actually liked her for herself. I think that was the yeah. whole idea, yeah. Yeah, 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 he was really the first who saw what she was capable of and respected her abilities and mm-hmm and and was excited to share what he knew so yeah i mean it was it's after being alive for 3000 years to finally have someone
2: even get a glimpse of you yeah well, well, why wouldn't you develop some sort of feelings for him yeah absolutely I mean, it sucks because helios initially seemed like he cared a lot and then you know had these other kids and then she really wasn't that interested in anymore
0: i think it has to do with they make a big deal about how she has a mortal's voice and so Aww. the gods hate the way she sounds and think that she is Ugly, um, ugly. Yeah, her eyes. Her eyes are too yellow. Her, her
1: you skin's know. not gold enough.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because she doesn't have the same powers that the rest yeah. of her family does. Well, like, Cersei means hawk, right? Like because yeah.
3: she looks like a bird. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, that's whatever.
0: Goes back to Aia. Keeps practicing witchcraft. At some point, the gods decide that this. The Aia is basically the place where we should send our wayward daughters, you know, yeah. because this is our punishment <laughs> island. And she gets real pissed about that. <laughs> but she's, they get they start sending all these nymphs to her to like rehabilitate them.
3: <laughs> it is a, yeah. <laughs> I mean be, it is, but to it's, be it's,
4: her handmaids, and
0: she's like getting out of here.
4: <laughs> I Actually, I wanted to step back a little bit and talk about her going to the island. Because when I was reading that, I thought it was just, like, really interesting to see her kind of, like, accept her power. She's obviously, like, a little mm-hmm. forlorn about being exiled on this island all alone. And then she kind of, like, shapes the island into what she needs it to be. And starts just, like, learning how powerful she is and discovers, like, her own brand of witchcraft. And,
0: and just, that like, mostly happens after she gets back from the the Minotaur journey. From
3: See, I think yeah, I it think... starts a
4: little before that though. Uh, yeah, because by the say... time she goes to visit her sister, she yeah, already that knows is... that she's more power, more powerful than her because she's yeah. been practicing so much. That's true. Yeah,
2: that that first ship, the the ship where the people you know essayed her, it was then that she turned all of them into pigs and killed them.
0: That doesn't was... happen though until after the <laughs> trip for from.
2: For the military? Uh... Yeah, the Minotaur's yeah, first. Yeah, she, but
4: even before yeah, that, yeah. she's already like discovered her power. because She's been on the island for so long. Yeah, the guys, right.
3: the,
4: the, the guys and her sister with...
3: were the first sailors who, who yeah. Yeah. landed on the island. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It yeah. kind
4: of starts with the whole like
0: taming of her lion, who mm-hmm. means a lot to her, and that's when, which is before the Minotaur visit. And once she tames the lion and has this like companionship with somebody who is, you know whether it's a pet or not it is a actual like loving relationship that she has and that kind of encourages her to make ayaya a home Mm -hmm.
4: and i didn't even think of it as like i mean yeah she's lonely but i kind of saw it as like her accepting that Mm -hmm. and just kind of like throwing herself into her work and like seeing how powerful she could be and just like taking enjoyment and all of the things that the island could offer her because and so I think that's why she's so pissed when all of those like nymphs start showing up because they had they're, been they're, like the home her that territory. she had made. Yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But I just really liked her talking about that. Like the first time she realizes that it's possible for her, she just says like she made so many mistakes with her spells and her potions, and then she learns to have like intention with her magic. And mm-hmm. I think that's like a very like specific thing that she realized to make her really powerful.
3: And I think I think it's, it's it's important to note or or to keep in mind or think about maybe while she's she's learning her her power and becoming you know really the god of that island, she'll flash back to her time with Daedalus, or she'll mention how how well crafted his loom was, and I think she learned control and creativity to some extent from Daedalus, who was also exiled, also a prisoner also was able to make amazing things with his hands. You know, he was uh, was an absolute genius. Um so I think that was kind of the first time she learned I can learn from a mortal and if I take that lesson from what the mortal mm-hmm. can teach me, combine it with my godhood, then mm-hmm. then she gains mastery over that island. And she gain she starts to gain mastery over yeah. And
4: I think just in yeah. general like her learning that mortals have a lot to offer, exactly, other than yeah. what the gods have been telling her her whole life, and she starts to really, like, focus in on that. I think she learns a lot more.
3: And the fact that he, you know, Daedalus created, creates more in, in his 60-odd years of human life than the gods, most of the gods and nymphs mm-hmm. that she grew up with did in thousands and thousands of years. Yeah, And he man. becomes
4: a legend, and, like, I think it's Isseus when he visits her that's, like, Oh, yeah, I've heard of Daedalus. Mm -hmm. He was more important to me than Achilles or any other warrior. Yeah,
2: right, exactly.
4: I think that's really interesting.
2: Especially considering Odysseus literally knew Achilles. Mm -hmm. Like, they fought in the Trojan War together.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, Well, yeah, he he was just a (laughs) guy to him because they knew each other. He wasn't a legend because he literally knew him. Like, you can't... There's There's not a celebrity when you actually know somebody. It's no matter how... Well,
4: but he does say that he would never take on Achilles in combat. He knew better than that, but yeah.
0: Right, but at the time, like, Achilles is dead. So, Mm -hmm. like, when he gets to Ayaia, so... So, yeah, at, at some point, Hermes, during his, you know, dalliances to the island, says, like, I heard a prophecy about you and your island that some great hero named Odysseus is going to come at some mm-hmm. point. And then much, so that was
4: way earlier on. Yeah,
3: and then as, and then they fool around, and he disappears for a few centuries, and that's yeah. kind of how the relationship goes. And, yeah.
4: and Odysseus shows up, and she tells him, oh, yeah, I heard a prophecy <laughs> oh, yeah. about you. And mm-hmm. he's like, what yeah. is it? She's like, that you come here. He's like, that's <laughs> the stupidest prophecy I've ever heard. And she's like, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah yep. it is. <laughs> Agreed.
3: Doesn't have to be good. It's I just true. That. Yep, yep, Yeah.
0: Um, But yeah So eventually those People start coming to the island
3: Well she starts um, whipping the nymphs into shape too Which I think was great Yeah, That like, yeah, as well yeah, was pretty entertaining.
0: Yeah. But she because of her loneliness Kind of starts The first people who come She is Kind to them She uh, opens her home to them She invites them for food She serves them She sends the nymphs away because basically She's like I'm showing them my hospitality and then they take advantage of that. And they, she realizes that they called her a goddess, but they didn't actually think she was a goddess because of her humanness. And so they sexually assault her. She had at least foreknowledge that something might have happened or she wanted to be protected in case something did happen. So at the first opportunity, after that has happened, she turns them into pigs
4: and then slaughters, them. And, slaughters mm-hmm. them,
3: and then continues to do that with every boat that lands in the island for next century or so. <laughs> but yeah. only hmm.
4: if she can tell that they have bad intentions. Right. She frees the men that are actually kind to her. Yes, yeah. yeah the pigs def-
3: comes first. Yeah, it's like boom. Yeah, without it, without a, a hesitation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was awesome. Uh, oh, Can't blame her, of course. Yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> yeah so they ba- she basically gives everybody the the wine that will turn them into pigs and whether or not she turns them to pigs is based on entirely their actions mm-hmm. so in in the Odyssey I think that no there's nothing like it's all she just gives she makes everybody pigs and there's yeah. no reasoning there's, there's no morality yeah.
3: behind it yeah it's of just course. that's what she does because she's a witch yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah so this gives her it was written by a man yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) but this definitely gives her agency and that is lacking a lot for especially for kind of a secondary character in somebody else's story this is the first this is the i don't know that there are any other cersei like from her perspective books I don't oh, know if that's um, true. There are but... a couple.
3: I mean, there are a couple. Um,
0: okay.
3: Margaret Atwood wrote... Oh, my gosh. I can't think of the name of it. But it's 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 basically a retelling of Cersei's story. Oh, but, oh shit. You know, I got to yeah, read yeah. that.
4: That sounds incredible. Yeah. I I can't, think of the name,
3: I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head. But, yeah. It's...
4: Damn. Got to read it. Find it and tell me. Well,
3: and Let's that, that up, just yeah.
0: goes to show you that I'm not super up on my myth retellings. But, like, in those stories there 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 is no act like it is all from somebody else's perspective Mm -hmm. so when we get these retellings from her perspective this is all you know new because it is not
1: in the stories themselves so can i I...
3: yeah go ahead alana
1: I also like how in this story itself, she mentions that, oh, this person probably colored me in a negative light. And those are the stories that are going to be told about me. They yeah. actually acknowledge it. It's kind of mm-hmm. a neat little way of putting a twist on it.
4: Yeah. Or even like she says that she hears about the the song about um, her and Odysseus like 6,000 years after they first meet. And how it's all about him charming and taming her, and like you know, making him out to be the hero and all this stuff. I, I yeah. like that too. I think that's all really interesting.
3: But by the same token, she meets her niece Medea at one point, who is another evil witch from mm-hmm. from the Greek myths. And and her, she's like, oh yeah, this chick's evil. Like she she mm-hmm. <laughs> she looks at Medea the same way that that you know other characters would look at at her, or, or, or history painted her. So well, but
4: like everybody else, she gives her a chance, you know? Yeah. She yeah, at
0: first true. assumes
4: that yeah. she's not evil and mm-hmm. gives her a chance, and then learns that yeah. she is. But yeah, anyways. Yeah. And I
0: don't even know that she thinks that Medea... I think she thinks Medea is making bad choices.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. more like
3: what she... Okay, I guess, yeah. I, guess, yeah. I, don't,
0: I don't feel like Medea was painted as evil. I think that we know that her father is a jerk. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she wanted to get away from that, and the way she did it, I think she saw a lot of herself in that oh, first absolutely. Laufus, yeah. uh relationship with Medea. Like she yeah. knows Medea, that Jason's Jason, going to yeah, be yeah. a yeah. jerk, right? <laughs> and he ends up—he's up also going
3: to be a hero, yeah,
0: yeah. And and so she tries to like give her an out, and she doesn't want it. And she's like, "Well, you know, I didn't want it either at that time." Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I am trying to think of where we're at in the story. Yeah, Odysseus gets there. She turns his men into pigs. He says, hey, could you not turn my men into pigs? (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, sure. I mean, honestly, like, there's a whole thing in the myth where he, like, basically, like, comes to her at knife point or sword point, and she's like, well, basically, let's let's get busy instead. In the book, it's much nicer that it is not as like knife pointy.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah.
3: There's a little it's bit still of pretty similar though. He
4: draws his yeah. sword and she sees that he could probably kill her and so she's like what but, uh, if yeah, instead the, we just went to my room? Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: And and the thing is, is that Hermes did in the in the Odyssey give him the, the molly so that he wouldn't be affected mm-hmm. but he also tells her that he's not gonna be affected. Like it's it's a weird trickster situation. So yeah. like she has some knowledge,
4: but yeah, it's a little bit it's a little iffy. Well little he makes dicey. her he makes her promise um on I don't quite remember the details, on something about going into the underworld, um, that she won't try and kill him if he gets rid of the bully.
0: Yeah.
3: And he showed Uh, interest in her stuff and her abilities too, and that.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 So they have a relationship for about a year. He keeps saying, Oh, I'm about to go. And actually, I don't until his men get real cranky and they're like, Hey, by the way.
2: It's the Midwest goodbye taken to the extreme. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) exactly. The Greeks invented it. We just didn't know it. (laughs)
0: Uh,. Like because he came
2: from the Midwest of Greece.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's definitely oh, leaving just just next season. Just
3: any minute now. The whole,
0: <laughs> it's too cold. I gotta
3: yeah, put we'll my Yeah, we, we should rebuilt. stay
4: Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. Um, sure, as like, that's great for you. You're you're banging the goddess. We're just
4: yeah
3: stuck here with the <laughs> sheep. I mean, I mean
4: they I, get fr- they get free food and laundry yeah. for a whole true. year
3: free endless food (laughs) and and there are probably some nymphs still running around at that point too
4: oh they definitely
0: (laughs) say that that his men are uh, having all the relations with Mm -hmm. the nymphs and Mm -hmm. she sees it as a merging of their households Um, (laughs) i know i was like oh honey
2: (laughs) i mean things were merging
0: it is it yeah Their relationship is obviously, she has really realistic expectations of it. She knows he's going. He talks about loving his wife. She is attached to him in a more romantic sense than maybe ever before. But also the relationship is not without issues. Mm -hmm. Like he gets angry. He sometimes like beats up his men.
4: Just but you he, know. But then he changes. She changes him and makes him a better man. Does no. she? <laughs> so she. thinks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, um,
0: somehow, the the so thing he... is, is that I feel like maybe Kayla hasn't finished the book. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> no,
4: that's like just like the, the perception hero. that they're yeah, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. And she even says like his, like his anger has like, gone down a little bit. He's, like, in a better mood, you know? He's, like, more willing to give her gifts and help her the house and things like that.
2: Can't imagine why. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's like he's love bombing her or something. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's, it's... it's definitely not a cycle of abuse or anything. No, anymore.
3: no, not at all. <laughs> I don't think... I mean, honestly, it's it's not a great relationship, but... No. But, but they're both aware that it's temporary...
2: Which, you know doesn't excuse it but it like, doesn't excuse they, you know, anything but layer.
3: but it doesn't it doesn't lend it doesn't make it easy to to want to hold on to attachments at the same time you know yeah I'm not I'm not excusing it at all it's terrible oh, no. it's, yeah. It's, yeah yeah
0: and it is a large portion of the book I feel like we're it's it because it is such a long time like the book is not that long but there's a lot of stuff that goes on. So he's there for a whole year and then he basically is sent on a quest to the underworld. She tells him all the things on how to do it and how to get past Scylla. And then she sends him, he comes back for a day or two and then goes on his way. And right about that time, she knows she's pregnant, but does not tell him because she doesn't want to basically keep him anymore. Like he needs to go although he ends up not making it back for another seven or eight
3: years yeah yeah,
0: (laughs) at least a few more years
3: well he gets Uh, he gets straight up kidnapped by by another by a sea nymph named calypso who the gods have to beg her to let him go after like 10 years yeah yeah
0: Yeah. so it's a but by the time he gets home he's nuts
3: yeah he's gone crazy Yeah. yeah yeah yeah
0: Uh, however, during this time now, uh, she's pregnant. She says, uh, "Nymphs, no more! Like, go home. I'm not. I'm not dealing with this anymore." And she has a baby, and she gets to raise a kid, and um, is doing hates. What? Well, <laughs> like it's it's rough. It's like, realistic. Yeah, yeah. single mean, mother. Yeah.
3: yeah, are you kidding? Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, and then... here's the thing: is as a parent. Uh, it is a hard adjustment to
3: mm-hmm.
0: to be a parent, yes, and to also do that completely alone. Yeah. Not just yeah.
2: single parents. Yeah, yeah. no one
0: else on <laughs> the no island. One.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's.
3: A... Uh,
0: she talks about how tired she is. It is. I mm-hmm. felt like I I felt it. Like I know. I, I felt it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and you you know like but there's also just so much love for the child that. Like she wants this so much and she's so glad to have him at the same time, which is again, super relatable that it can be very soul sucking and still bring you the most joy.
3: <laughs> Somebody told me once, once you have kids, you'll never be happy again, but you'll always be joyous or you'll always, you'll never feel happiness, but you'll feel joy or something I think like that that's a
0: book. I think that, that might be like, a book. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Yikes.
0: No, but, <laughs>
2: I mean, Hilla and I will read half of it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You'll get the loss of happiness part, but you'll never get to the door again. Yeah.
0: (laughs) It is a hard season for her Mm
3: -hmm.
0: for a while. And then even then, like she knows somebody is trying to kill him very, very early on in his life. Like animals are sent to bite him and they're like things keep happening that are unlike the island. So she has to make a, basically a spell that protects the island from anyone being able to find it. Um
4: Which she's had the power to do this whole time and she's just chosen not to.
0: Yeah. Well, because she was, I feel like it was because she was so lonely, but mm-hmm. now yeah, she that she has something to world. protect. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: yeah. Um, yeah that's that's the important part because i mean how's she gonna hook
2: up with like hermes and random sailors if people can't find it exactly
0: (laughs) well and by this time she told hermes to skedaddle she didn't want to see you anymore you're just causing trouble like get out she actually i think did that a little bit before
3: before it came um
0: because he i mean he's a trickster like that was his role in it and he's like, sure, whatever. Except that he was like kind of like hanging around and laughing sometimes, mm-hmm. but not actually coming to her.
3: Yeah, yeah.
4: He was just he was just doing all the nymphs instead. Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that. yeah, he
3: would also just show up and do the nymphs. Yeah. The yeah. Nymphs would
4: mm-hmm.
0: come back with yeah. rosy cheeks or <laughs> yeah. something. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it like. was. I was gonna be like, how do I say this nicely? <laughs> they come back with a, a glow. I glow about them. <laughs> She's like, I know that glow real well. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> she does remind me if anybody remembers, she has an idea that Athena is behind the murders. And I don't remember the, the attempted murder. Yeah. Oh. Or, yeah, the attempted murder. Of Teleganus, who is her son.
3: Oh, right.
1: She looks into... Is that the pool part? Where
3: I think she, she looks into the pool dead? and sees... Yeah, yeah. She she scries for it.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I believe that's what happens. She, like, goes to a pool in a cave and basically does witchcraft in it and then finds out, like, she basically, because her father is also... Helios could predict the future, she tries her hand at it and discovers she can do it.
0: It was her mother who could per- see oh, the future. Oh, right but yes <laughs> and something about it at some point she knows like if if telegonus lives you'll regret it kind of thing
3: is what she's told that telegonus will kill his father yeah
0: yeah she i don't know that she knows that she didn't, yeah she didn't know that part
3: she didn't know that part Oh, okay but that's why but that's why read it because athena comes at yeah, one point straight comes and, come and says hey
0: I've been trying yeah. to kill your son. I've been trying to kill
3: your son, Just and let me you do it. would yeah. prefer
0: that over yeah. what's going to happen.
2: Trust no yeah. me, in the long run, you're going to want that to happen. Yeah, if I yeah. if I remember correctly from you know my review of the myths, I think in the myth she knew that he was like destined to kill Odysseus. I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty but
0: sure. even then. Like yeah. there is no world in which a mother says, "Okay, let me just sacrifice me my just child." You, yeah. <laughs> yeah, even if I loved the the father so much, like there's no world, <laughs> not one. Um, and whereas,
3: that's what leads her to go get the the manta spear. The manta right the spear, because right.
0: at at sixteen or so, he really wants to go see his father. Yeah, yeah. he wants yeah. to get off the island. So she gives Trigon. Right? Is that his name? Try, try something
2: oh the manta ray
0: yeah he's yeah. the god of the sea or something yeah, yeah. some titan and he says i'll give you this if you will be in pain for eternity basically if you let me sting you with it and she's like okay if my son will be safe i'll get stung and be pay- in pain for eternity and he's like oh yeah here i just say that to everybody and like nobody's <laughs> taken me up on it so yep. like here you go
3: it's <laughs> <Psych>. like <laughs> Just
1: knowing that you're willing Just to do when it. You're
3: dead yeah, with it, it's one of those it, things. Yeah.
0: Throw it into the ocean, so I can have it back, basically. But yes, she walks on the bottom of the sea so that she's not <laughs> leaving the island to do this. Um, and and then he uh, takes off. He goes and goes to wherever the island is, where Odysseus is now. A crazy
1: Ithaca. man. Ithaca. Yeah.
2: yeah, Ithaca. He's got
3: serious PTSD. Yeah. yeah. And it, it, has, yes. it has destroyed I mean, him. Ten over. years. Oh, sure. A trip well, to Ten years fighting the Trojan Monsters. War. And then yeah. another ten years on. Yeah. yeah. Lost at sea. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Basically expect things to come at you. And if they aren't, something's wrong.
3: It was, I mean, it, I was getting Hurt Locker flashbacks. It was like when he's in the. you know, just jeremy renders in the grocery store just freaking out at the the cash registers going off you know yeah it's
0: and basically it's not intentional he like kind of comes at him and he's like stay back i have this weapon that's like gonna kill people and he is crazy and telemachus who is Odysseus's son with uh penelope is like trying to come and trying to help because he knows his dad's crazy and is not able to, and he gets killed by the the manta ray thing.
3: Yeah, Odysseus does that. Yeah. Cersei's yeah. son is holding it, and yeah, it really is. It's it's it, he's like, Where are you, "Who are you on my island?" And he's like, "I'm your son." Whoa, 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 stay back, stay back! I got this super poisonous spear, and then he just <laughs> kind of impales himself on a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Wait,
1: he actually just scratches himself. Just scratches really. him.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just very spirally. it's a very light yeah grace, but that's all it took. Yeah,
1: yeah.
3: And now Athena is double super pissed off
0: and so Te- yeah. telemachus Telegonus and penelope mm-hmm. run back to aia yeah to basically be like can you protect everybody <laughs> because athena wants telemachus to like take over his father's mantle
3: he and was yeah like, uh, but he doesn't was her her favorite he was her scion yeah mm-hmm. and at the and that time he was first of the greeks too so like they need he was the Greek, so Athena needed someone to...
0: She basically wants Telemachus to, like, start a new nation, kind Mm -hmm. of be, like, this big old, you know, thing. So she sends all these messengers to Aiaia to say, hey, put down your... Like, put down your wards so that I can come in here and talk to Telemachus, and she's like, yeah, I can do that in three days, but everybody get your story straight you know know what you're gonna want to say to her basically
2: i mean athena is kind of like the cop of the gods so that yeah yeah you
3: here comes the judge (laughs) very much yeah yeah.
0: i i didn't know how much i hated athena until i've read a couple of myth (laughs) retellings and she's always awful
3: i always liked athena like she's
2: less awful than a lot of the other gods
3: yeah oh, she was
0: a, that's, that's actually, the scary yeah. part
3: <laughs> but that is the that's... scary part because because her her maliciousness is grounded in 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 reason yeah like yeah. it's yeah
0: but not always but not like always. i read yeah. i recently read stoneblind which is a medusa retelling that came out earlier this year she is an asshole in that one and i feel like that one is more i actually thought that that After reading it, I downgraded my... After reading this again, I downgraded my rating of that one because it's so much... Everything just happens to the women in the story, Mm. including that because the men are mad at them, that the other women punish them Mm -hmm. again and again, and there's no agency, whereas I felt like this book was able to give story to people and was able to give agency to women... In a way that, I mean, may not have been realistic at the time, but for a modern reader, I really needed my story.
3: (laughs) Well, once she was able to get, once she was exiled, that's when she was able to, to, because there was a fair amount of, of, you know, the other, the other nymphs, the other women playing each other off of each other for the, for the, the gods politics. Yeah, yeah, Yeah.
2: one thing I would like to comment on that, I mean, this is not my original thought, I, I, read it i think in possibly the spark notes but somebody had mentioned that she has a lot of like modern kind of ideas but doesn't talk like someone in modern times. she still kind of has that greek mindset you know of like well this is just how it is but like mm-hmm. i'm gonna take the best of it in yeah. my own way so it's kind of that that like between the mortal and the divine and also mm-hmm. between the modern and the ancient Yeah, but she kind of somewhere in there in her own space which no. honestly
0: is kind of a role that that women are cast in as witches right mm-hmm. if yeah. you're a witch you are somebody who does not fit in with the society that you we have you are outside
3: the patriarchy yeah, and right. over
0: and over again how do we control these witches is you know by casting them out by burning them and and she's a very early example of that trope
2: or the in fact by calling them hags and making them evil <laughs> yeah. shut off the, those the inter- lovely trolls exactly <laughs>
3: <Right>. <laughs> the interesting thing though is when uh, at the time of, of, of the Iliad and the Odyssey being written Odysseus was considered very outside the norm hero because he was more about his cunning and his cleverness and his intelligence and that was and not,
1: his not, brute strength. And
3: not his brute strength and that was not the norm for heroes of the day too so a modern hero in that aspect at his time yeah
2: so so and really he's like possibly one of if not the least problematic ancient greek hero
3: Uh, of the ancient greek heroes yes Yes. yeah (laughs) yeah, you are comparing apples to rotten rotten
2: apples but yes yeah Yeah, absolutely yeah Yeah.
0: no he's definitely not there's so much worse
2: yeah Yeah. and i mean that's unfortunately kind of the fact with all of Greek mythology is you have to pick the one who's the least horrible mm-hmm. <laughs> but I really think that a lot of these myths it's like the last few we, democratic uh, primaries really yeah. it's like any
0: any democrat candidate you're just yeah. like I wish we had more choices but mm-hmm. well, we don't
2: I guess we'll go with this guy <laughs> this is what we got okay <laughs> yep. but yeah, I mean I like that as horrible as the myths were in a lot of ways they were also showing that the gods are like the humans in a lot of ways just fickle jealous, way more power and
0: and and heavy af like Mm -hmm. just jerks basically yeah
2: yeah i mean they're they're a very good demonstration of the uh the power corrupting trope yeah absolutely yeah um
0: Eventually Athena comes to the island to have this talk with Telemachus. He says, I don't want anything to do with you. And then she straight it away fucking turns Fucking Blows to everybody's Delegatus.
3: mind. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and he's like, Yeah, buddy, i will go be your king. <laughs> and and so Cersei then has to let him go, basically be Athena's progeny. Mm-hmm. but Telemachus and Penelope stay with her uh Penelope learns to be uh do her own witchcraft and uh eventually she and Telem- telemachus uh Get together and is finally the, the healthy
2: relationship. Mm. <laughs> and yeah, Terce and yeah, not Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. Penelope stays and becomes the next witch of the island. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. Is not, continues the
2: tradition. XS times two. Yeah. <laughs> no. yeah. No. Although in the myth, it's kind of kind of messed up the way that like they they just swap moms.
3: Oh yeah. yeah. Kinda. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean it's already kind of icky cuz like yeah. she was with his dad,
1: dad and, she's and like,
3: now, hey. Yeah, now she's with him. Yeah. yeah. And
1: his half brother, yeah. he has a yeah. half brother with Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but the um, thing about yeah, but the thing about Telemachus is that he is he's just a good dude. Like there's he's he he's not the great hero that Odysseus was. He's not the the the, the genius inventor that Daedalus was. You know, he's 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 a smidge divine just because I think they're they're they come their line comes from hermes i believe but yeah. he's just a good guy and like that's and at the end of the day that's you know it's something real it's something honest yeah there's no there's no magic behind it i guess yeah
0: yeah she yells to her dad, to like just yells at the sun one day and he like comes and she's like basically you need to end my exile or else i'm gonna tell zeus that i talked to
3: Prometheus, Pr- yeah.
0: Prometheus, all those years ago, and you're going to get in trouble for it. It's a wild conversation,
3: and it's like ten thousand years ago. You yeah, know, it's at this point, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> well, you know, to the gods, that's, that's right, right. It's nothing. a, it's an eye
3: blank, but it was. I yeah, never so. forget
2: we're talking about Zeus, one of True. the most petty gods. <laughs> yeah, sure, <laughs> guy can hold a grudge. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> he, so and, he, he and Hera were like. Right. There the <laughs> yeah sure.
0: they deserved each other a whole bunch.
1: Athena mm. popped out of his head so mm-hmm. yeah explanation <laughs> fully formed yep. she
0: and Telemachus once her exile is over, they go and basically hunt Scylla and take care of that. It is a real dangerous thing. She takes the trigon beer and turns her into stone but then they decide that they want to be together and she also decides something else, which Alana Alana said earlier. And so I want to give you the time to explain like kind of the ending. Cause you said that that really stuck out to you. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I <missed> oh. that. <laughs> it, I felt like that, that what you were talking about was her choice to like take the moly and decide what her fate was was that was Oh oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes. I I uh, remember talking about that
1: crazy (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, the ability to actually choose is the big part. Like choosing between immortality and mortality and becoming the mortal so she can experience life genuinely and experience things for the first time. I thought that was a really important part. And like the a really good message in the end is like it's not worth it to be an immortal if all you're doing is staring down at all the people below and deciding their fate without actually experiencing it basically
2: also kind of nice because it's like the opposite of most of the myths you know most of the myths yeah. they elevate these mortals to mm-hmm. you know godhood mm-hmm. or it, like yeah. demigodhood mm-hmm. and this is a nice example of the opposite of that
0: yeah i also thought it was pretty important she does mention this but like had she stayed immortal she had a mortal child yeah yes. uh, she was going to have to outlive him and see you know see him just being played by athena and then he would die and i think uh that at least for me as a mom that would have played heavily into my decision um uh, i felt like uh that would be a real not a great play you know not a great idea to have to go through
1: yeah and she also gets to experience life with him because if she was still exiled on the island, she wouldn't be able to see him ever again. It was, right. like, complete cutoff at that point. And that's what she thought at that point before making being able to make this decision and go out on her own adventure, which is to live a normal life. Yeah, it was, like, important that she does get to see her son again because otherwise she wouldn't.
0: Absolutely. And, and gets to then grow old and have a real relationship that isn't with Telemachus that isn't unequal, which mm-hmm. I feel like yes. in different ways, all of her relationships have never been on equal footing. Right. And right. that was something she wanted was a real connection with a person where, because whether or not she helped like, in all of these relationships, whether or not she was a god with a mortal or a mortal with God, like it was always unequal
2: mm-hmm. and
0: and it never worked out well.
2: So, yeah. I guess you could say she was looking for even footing. Oh,
1: oh yeah. Oh,
2: damn. You. You. You said <laughs> the
1: name.
3: <laughs> so, Cersei, I mean, would, would, Aaron, would you recommend?
0: I would recommend Good it. Book. I really liked it. I I, honestly, like, so also this year I had read Song of Achilles. Oh, which yeah, I think is the better that. book. Yeah. I. This one is less emotional, I
3: mm-hmm. think.
0: I really liked it. And I felt less gutted <laughs> by the end of this book. And sometimes you need that. Mm-hmm. I,
3: <laughs> yeah, but, this one ultimately has a happy ending. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: I feel like some people from what I saw online, some people are like, I don't know if this is a happy ending and I was like, I guess because she decides to be mortal, but like I didn't see it that way. I saw yeah. that it's the happy ending.
3: Yeah. Um, she got to choose and that's yeah. that's all she's ever really wanted. Yeah. It was to be the in control of her own destiny. Yeah.
0: Agreed. I yeah, I did not see that at all as a unkindness. I felt like that was absolutely what <laughs> she would have she wanted and was the best thing for her, but uh, not everybody felt that way, but yeah. I, I liked Song of Achilles, but it was an emotional gut punch.
3: Song of Achilles <laughs> is the story of Achilles and Patrocles, who yeah. was totally not his boyfriend in the movie. Uh, the they were Iliad, roommates. Or, or they it. were roommates for a long time. Or in the yeah. movie,
2: they were cousins.
3: Right. Right. <laughs> right. There were uh, a lot of, they were doing, doing a lot it. There. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. They were doing it. But I mean, every soldier in the Greek Greeks army was like, doing it was with each other. Say, like, that was just what is, they did. Yeah. yeah. This yeah, is definitely yeah. totally
0: not a, this is our imposed Western new.
3: It's a, it's a, morality. It's a really heartbreaking love story, though. And I think yeah. it's the much better book. But yeah, this is the much easier to digest book. Yeah. But they're both by the same author. That's the, they're both yeah. by Madeline Miller. Yeah.
0: But I absolutely would recommend it. I think it's a fun read. I think that obviously, and like, I knew about Achilles' story beforehand, whereas Mm -hmm. I didn't know anything about Cersei. So that was also a different experience, is that this is my first real introduction to the character of Cersei, whereas that one I had preconceived notions, which is also nice sometimes if you know less about it going into it. So.
3: Well, I think that's also the nice thing with a with a with a, a smallified character, you know, like this is the the author has so much room to kind of you know create the the, the, the new mythology. Yeah. yeah.
1: What about you, Alana? Oh, I would recommend it too. Um, I think it's a really good read. Just so you can get some a different perspective on immortality and mortality, I believe, because um, you know there's always stories about the want to be immortal, but skipping over the horrible aspects of it so i love that they put it into perspective and you get to see how horrible it can actually be (laughs) what
0: about you jason
3: i liked it and yeah i think it it would be a good beach read i would definitely recommend it to people for that but if you wanted to read a, a a kind of modern retelling of a greek legend i'd go song of achilles over over this one
0: I agree that, that that one is. I mean, I think that if you are wanting something lighter,
2: yes. this is maybe then, the why, place why to I mean, start. Right.
0: Whereas that one is just just so it's very sad in place. Or if I, you want,
3: I would I would also recommend this one if 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 anyone has or hasn't read it, the Silent of the Girls. It's a it's a retelling of the last days of the Trojan War. Oh. From the the viewpoint of some of the mm-hmm. camp slaves, uh, of the Greek and, and Trojan slaves who were kidnapped, and so it's it's more historical drama. But I it it's another good one if you like the time period. If you're interested in sort of modern retellings of stuff, that's a Pat Barker's Silence of the Girls, just one to check out.
0: I would emphatically not recommend Stone Blind. I didn't <laughs> didn't care for it. There
2: you go. <laughs> I um, will say, I, having this discussion, I'm really glad that my decision to choose this book over song of achilles because that was actually the one i wanted to choose i just didn't own it and i was broke so i was like you know what i already own cersei we'll just read that. there you go (laughs) (laughs) so
3: yeah i mean it's probably good we didn't do two super bummers of a book in a row so (laughs) i agree i (laughs) agree this was a good palate cleanser after (laughs) peace that's for sure yeah
0: so next month we are going to be reading Howl's Moving Castle, oh, which is sorry. also a happy book. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. It's moving.
2: So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think that we're all, or at least Elena and I talked about, I'm going to also try and rewatch the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of to, to compare and contrast that. Kayla, so of course you're welcome to, mm-hmm. to participate again if you'd like.
2: Then if we don't read the whole thing, we just can watch the movie.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've
4: seen the movie a bunch, so
0: the at least ahead of the game A there. little
2: different. <laughs>
0: yeah, so, absolutely. <laughs> I actually, so a lot of people That's have seen the movie I a didn't lot. Know it was a
3: book. Yeah, yeah. And
0: I read the book first, and so the movie to me is the 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 weird one. Whereas <laughs> everybody else, it's the other way. So it's an interesting one to talk about, and I'm excited for that. So. Please join us. And if you want to talk about it beforehand, join our Discord. We're in there making crazy playlists, doing (laughs) nonsense all the time, talking about sad political states of the world. Also, I don't know, poop jokes, all all the poop jokes. I don't know. What else are we doing in even putting games? Uh, Discord. Jack Jason?
4: Black Seder pictures. Yes. Oh, right. Yes. That was a
3: frequent
2: occurrence.
4: Excellent.
3: A frequent. We are friendly nerds talking friendly nerd stuff. Yeah. Yes.
0: And we, of course, make a game called Babies and Broadswords And you can check out that. We have a podcast where we play TTRPGs, although this is going to soon be a different podcast where we're doing this and some other scripted projects in the future so thank you so much for joining us you can find us on all the socials at Even Games, and if you send us a dm we'll definitely get you a link to our discord let you know let us know that you want to come be friends we'll and there. if
3: you've got a book recommendation for us to read let us know yeah we'd, we'd love to to talk about your book on the podcast Unless it's,
2: like, Peace, and then you can just, <laughs> just keep you that You
4: Jason will probably still read it. I mean, he'll yeah, read true. anything at this point. Guys, I'm happy that I read Peace, and Thank honestly,
0: you, it was it's a hard book to read, but I'm glad I did it.
4: And you it, know what? It sounds it like people a, really wanted to listen to it, too. So y'all yeah, yeah, it, it took about a month
2: I mean, to get that perspective. We,
3: <laughs> we were told by a, a guy who uh, hosts uh, a scholarly Gene Wolf podcast that we had some astute points so all right yeah that guy went to college for this sort of thing Mm -hmm. we're just some yahoos on a podcast i
0: mean we are yeah definitely nerds who did not go to school for scholar for scholarly literature studies so
3: none of us did that
0: no
4: (laughs) i literally didn't do that though so (laughs) i mean wait a second oh no is your degree in english no my degree is a nothing Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying, is none of us have degrees in anything. I mean, to, like, I took some lit classes in college. Well, I have
3: a theater degree. I mean, it's... Well, theater my minor
0: was
2: a I had to read still, stuff. Like, yeah. It's kind of similar-ish.
0: My undergrad was in finance, guys. I'm nice.
2: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let... <laughs> no, the number
3: Minus of people, people who are actually in, in jobs from the degrees that they got in college probably nine at tops, so... And I'm
2: one of them, so...
3: And, and you're one of them.
2: <laughs> I do There's things eight other
3: related to more. my
4: degree.
1: <laughs> That's about it. I don't do my degree. I do
2: things related to my degree. It's close. It's close.
4: Degree adjacent. That's cool.
1: Yeah, there you
2: go. <laughs> yeah.
0: Unfortunately, I didn't... There was no writing
1: TTRPGs courses in college or grad school for me, so...
3: Yeah, it
2: probably is now,
3: though. Yeah, somewhere. Not. Maybe.
1: Maybe. Yeah. yeah. The game design courses now. Yeah.
3: yeah. So <laughs> you kids don't know how good you have it.
0: <laughs> you could just be paying Canadians for your uh, marriage and family therapy master's degree <laughs> to the rest of your life.
2: Oh, that
3: sounds a lot like my higher education administration <laughs> yeah, degree. Yeah, feel, I'll also be paying like for that a,
2: Yeah, a I know what that's like. The
3: story. I also have. I also have multiple useless degrees. Yeah. <laughs>
0: All right. Thank you for joining us. And we'll be back with you next month. So come join us.
3: How is Movie Castle? Read along with us.
0: Yep. All right. Bye bye. Good night. Bye.